0: They'll pay me like you'd never believe. I've got a mountain ruin full of goodies, so I'm gonna be a captain. Sandville Tret don't get respect, but you ain't seen nothing yet. I'll run all the torch now. Don't forget, you haven't seen the best of Sandville Tret. I ain't got friends or a home or a wife, but none of that stuff really matters in life. I've got my money and I've got my knife, and I'm gonna be a captain sandville Tret don't get respect but you ain't seen nothing yet i'll run all the torch now don't forget you haven't seen the best of Sanville Tret. a few more days as the dregs of numeria that i'm gonna run this whole freaking area get in my way my friend i dare ya. i'm gonna be a captain Sandville Tret don't get respect, but you ain't seen nothing yet. I'll run all the torch now, don't forget, you haven't seen the best of Sandville Tret. On Silver Mountain I will stand, my name will be known across the land. When Sandville Tret is a household brand, cause I'm gonna be a captain. Sandville Tret don't get respect, but you ain't seen Nothing yet. I'll run all a torch now. Don't forget you haven't seen the last of San Vildred. You haven't seen the last of San Viltret uh-huh. oh, against the
1: machine
2: Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast that celebrates its six-month anniversary by not having an absurd superlative ready for the episode. I'm your host, Sam, and here is everyone. Say hello, everyone.
3: Yay. Hello, everyone.
2: Greetings. Hello, everyone. You're supposed to sound more enthusiastic. It's your six-month anniversary.
4: (laughs) well you're you're making us face off an in intoxicated combat with one of the most colorful NPCs that we've faced so far Well it's all Sam. you could let him win Good way we? ah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk it over We'll talk it over Speaking of talking it over last time on the program it's a program now uh, the very capable four found a whole bunch of loot. Some of it was pretty freaking cool, like a grappling hook gun, which I believe we're pretty excited about, and a pop-out emergency armor thing that uh, might save somebody, or it might be totally useless. Who knows? And then Sandville Trett came around the corner, and we had a rather heated discussion. He revealed that he has an in with the Technic League, and he really, really... Wants to let them know uh, what's going on under the mountain. And relight the torch in front of them for fun and profit. The group seems to dislike that idea for some reason. And they also seem to dislike how he just keeps drinking buffing potions in front of them. And now it seems like we're about to fight. When we actually ended the last episode, Brixby had just fired a magic missile. So why don't you go ahead and roll damage for that automatically hitting magic missile? Indeed, in
4: fact, Sam, I fired two from this level three wand that we found. So kindly placed the adjacent to Connor, but nothing to do with him. All right, first one is a one. So that makes that a two. Second one is four,
2: making that a five. So that is a seven altogether. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like it so much that I'm going to need everyone to now roll for initiative. Jeff, what does Asher have?
1: Uh, Only a 13 total.
2: Not fast enough. How about Vargas? Vargas has a 7. Even slower. And Kira?
3: That's a 19 on the die plus a 5 for a 24.
2: That's pretty speedy.
4: And Brixby. Brix Bricks was ready, but not that ready. 13 on the die for a 16. For a 16. That's a plus 3 initiative.
2: All right, you will be going ahead of our dear friend Sanville Tret. And so, at the top of round 1, beginning this combat, we have Kira.
3: Okay. I've been wanting to try this since our first episode and keep forgetting and or not being in the right place but I don't know if I can do it from here. Can I charge, or is this little lip of wall to is that, does that count as a barrier?
2: No, you can charge. Yes. You're moving a total of 10 feet. Um, so yeah, you're just far enough of a lane to charge.
3: There's a woman standing outside the hotel window who's super excited I'm about to do this. Yeah, and you know what? Be- no, we're not actually, cause we still haven't plucked. So just a regular charge. Mmm, that's not great. That's an 11 plus two, 13, plus my regular attack bonus. Oh, that's a dirty 20.
2: Ah, that will hit. Roll your damage.
3: There's no benefit to attack, right? Just just to hit.
2: Right, no damage change.
3: 11 on the die, plus a 6 for 17 points of damage. Just right up in his face.
2: Wow. And as you charge in and slash him, one of the oversized, bulging, horrifying blisters that has just formed on his skin explodes, and I'm going to need a fortitude save.
3: That's real gross, Sam. That is... I, I don't like it. That's a 19 on the die, plus what, I think a 6 for, for it? 7. Uh, so, 26.
2: So, you're fine. Um,
3: okay, would we call it fine, though? Yeah, because that's, that's real gross. It's gross. That is worse than go
2: Here
4: is a teenager. She's comfortable with acne. It's totally fine. It's cool. Not
3: someone else's (laughs) acne. That's disgusting.
2: (laughs) So yeah, it's super, super gross and you're probably shaken or if not nauseated. I'd
3: say abstractly.
2: But uh, yeah, you're fine. And that was a full round action. So Brixby is up. Brixby is gonna just
4: let out another salvo of magic missiles two so that makes that a three and the next one is a two making that a three so that's six all right
2: sandville is already looking pretty rough so he's gonna sort of assess his odds here he's gonna take a swing at kira with his long sword that is going to be a 21 to hit
3: uh 21 to hit
2: okay that is fifteen damage and then he is going to take a five foot step back or a five foot step sort of diagonal back and as his move action he will draw a another of the pint sized jars of swirling oily liquid. And his turn is over.
3: Oh that's that's bad. Okay, so Kira's down and at minus ten.
2: Oh wow. Yeah.
3: Really should have healed after that last battle. This is fine. This is fine. No, it's not. Not raging though, so that's less fine. This is (laughs) fine. It's fine.
1: Ugh. Asher sees Kira fall to the ground after this exploding pustule grossness happens, and this looks to Sandville with fury in his eyes, but also doesn't want Kira to die. She's gave him a sticker like this is like moments ago they had this moment you know uh so asher is going to move up uh move 10 feet to the south five feet to the west and lay on hands to offer you know the meager 1d6 of healing that he can right now and meager it is with a minimum of one but you're you're
2: stable congratulations on being stable while being unconscious
3: stable we'll take it
2: you did it <laughs> thank you it's
3: happened like once in this game <laughs> i did it
2: which is
1: just like a normal round for vargas who auto stabilizes
3: right yeah it's a casual <laughs> to tuesday it is a tuesday hey
1: and that's this whole turn moving standard
5: all right, Vargas is up.
3: Thanks, Jeff.
5: Okay, Vargas is going to move 25 feet to be right up here, 10 feet above Sandville. And as a standard action, will use his spell strike to attempt to hit Sandville with a long-armed shocking grasp. <laughs> Pulling out all the stops here. It's a 15 touch. Oh, wait, no, it's not against touch because it's my freaking normal attack. So probably not gonna hit. <laughs>
2: a 15 will miss.
5: Luckily, I keep the charge, though. So I can't attack twice because I had to move. So that is his turn.
2: All right. Top of round two. Kira is unconscious and stable, which brings us to Brixby.
4: Uh, Brixby will take a five-foot step to the west. And again, this time with some feeling. All right, a little bit of feeling on that one. That's four, and that is three, so seven in total. Three and a two on the die.
2: Seven in total. Sandville, kind of, his eyes go wide, and he's wobbling as those two magic missiles hit him, and he's just sort of like blinking to himself like he can't quite figure out what's going on. And then he lifts the jar to his lips and throws it down. I'm going to roll a d100. Oh
5: no. Oh yes. Wait. Uh, does that provoke? Because I have 10 feet of reach.
2: Um, does drinking a potion
5: provoke? I'm pretty sure unless you have the feet that makes it not, which he might have as an alchemist.
2: No, it probably does provoke. I don't think he has anything special for that. I'm pretty sure the only feat just makes it a swift action.
5: Is that what you're talking about? Oh, there isn't. I thought there was one that stopped it from provoking.
2: I could be wrong. Maybe like quick drinker or something, which is like a barbarian thing. I don't know. But no, he doesn't have that. So yeah, he provokes.
5: And my arm is still charged because I missed. Whack (laughs) him. That is a 22.
2: A 22 will hit. Oh, no. (laughs) There it goes.
5: That is eight points of damage. Also, I forgot to ask if he was wearing metal armor. I would have had my a bonus to attack, but I hit anyway.
2: Yeah, he is wearing a chain shirt. So
5: I wonder if that other one should have hit. Would a uh, eighteen have hit? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
5: Oh, then I should have technically hit him last round. But oh well. Uh, so that is terrible damage. That was only eight points of damage out of three d six somehow.
2: Yeah. Okay, so let's just check one thing here as Sandville is pouring the jar of oily liquid down his gullet sort of recklessly. He is bleeding out while he's doing it and then Vargas gets the punch in and catches him right across the jaw with an violent eruption of electricity and the lights go out in Sandville's eyes and the oily liquid dumps all over him as he falls to the ground below Khan dead instantly.
4: So I think um Bricks is still just super overwhelmed in this moment is just kind of having one of those like ha 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 like still pointing the wand out before he realizes that sandville is not down but out um he looks around real quick and uh and uh, looks again at kira and looks up at asher uh, is she bleeding out
1: i was able to stabilize her but Not much more. She took quite a vicious blow from this drunkard. I'm beginning to think that wasn't medicine at all. (laughs) So, Sandville's dead. You're going to give
6: Kira some space drugs? Ah, well. Um, She's not awake to say that she does or does not want to ride the space dragon, but... Looking around, we don't have many options. Second.
4: So, how about just a little go, hey? Eh? <laughs> As he pulls out the nanite gun, and uh, and Doctor Bricks is gonna do his thing. So let's roll those Z uh, 100s There. Let's see, first one. It's a
2: ninety-one and a twenty-four. Ah, uh, well, that ninety-one's gonna be the one that you want, and I believe that that is reroll ones.
4: Oh, so it's a yeah, it's a one d eight plus one reroll ones, or is it a two d eight?
2: One d eight plus one reroll ones. <laughs> yeah, it's five on the die, so that is six.
3: Woohoo!
4: You alive?
3: <laughs> Me, no. Oh, God, I also pressed the wrong one. I'm more dead.
4: Nah, I love doing that. When Hero (laughs) Lab's like, no. No, (laughs) okay. Well, cool, cool. Um, We we do a little drugs.
3: (sighs) We do some drugs.
4: It's a 59.
2: And an 82. I'm trying to find my chart. That is normal effect. Nice. Space dragon likes you bricks looks at his three con damage
5: my potion last episode oh
4: yeah space dragon really likes you that is a eight seven on the die
3: nice uh she's up
4: mark two more space drugs
3: i think as she's getting up kind of sits up looks around and immediately realizes brixby is doing his uh dr brick thing it's like um thanks is he what happened
4: Bricks turns off King Crimson and puts away the prayer bowl and
3: um sorry, <laughs>
6: uh, hey um well, I can tell you this won't fix him. He holds up the space trucks,
4: looks over at Vargas,
5: yes, that last hit was well, I'm not going to lie and say it was harder than I was expecting to hit him, but I didn't realize he was as close to gone as he was. I would have preferred to have him alive for questioning especially about this technically captain he's apparently in contact with
6: It hurts me uh, in a deep way to see his story end like this He wasn't a good man but
4: Sprix walks over towards
6: his body it's complicated living here in Numeria, as you know. I mean, you yourself in conversation told him that we're going to turn this torch back on. I call it. I mean nothing by it. I'm just saying this country makes complicated people. But we all know that if he had left, he would have told. If he hasn't already, and my fear would never be the same.
4: And while Brix, who would normally be rifling through those pockets, uh, is just gonna just sigh and uh, step back towards Kira, being extra attentive.
3: Sorry we had to kill your friend. We can, I guess, take him... Uh, There's like no way to do that that isn't funny because we've dragged so many bodies out of here. But it's a somber moment. (laughs) I
1: know.
5: (laughs) Uh, You'll never get that smell out of that blanket either.
3: Gross.
4: It's more of a patina at this point. (laughs) Um, Do you have like a like a
1: dead business
4: associate's shawl? Yeah, I really like that, you know, we can just add this to the list of uh, corpses that those uh, guys who <laughs> dance with the coffin are gonna come down here and just pick them all up. The the guy in the mold room, and now they'll just dance on over to Sandville's corpse, whack him in there. Um, not to take away from the somber response that bricks had he the character doesn't want to know what's in sandville's pockets but zach the soulless character or the soulless <laughs> man in control of the character does i don't care about sandville tread Brixby does what's he got sam
2: well before we get into too much of the sweet sweet loot that he may or may not have. Uh, I would be remiss if I forgot to award a um, sky medal to Yay. Zach for some of his back and forth with Sandville um, last week. That was that was tense. We went well beyond my notes on on that particular exchange.
4: Thank you, Sam. I was clenching my <laughs> like feet the entire time while we were doing it. Didn't notice until we were done, and then I'm like, ooh, ow. <laughs>
2: Uh, As far as Sandville's um, inventory goes, we've got 12 copper pieces, 250 silver pieces, 380 gold pieces, 154 platinum pieces, 69 silver discs. 20 gems that look like they're about worth about a hundred gold pieces each a winter blanket, a water skin he's wearing a traveler's outfit, he's got two sun rods five days of rations in his masterwork backpack a cold weather outfit, a bedroll uh, flint and steel, he's got his formula book five batteries, and then he's got a masterwork longsword, that's obvious And he's got a um, chain shirt on that appears to be magical. And I would like to know how closely you're searching him here.
4: So you remember those grippers, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Right? And we discussed in episode 23 when we were uh, mold body with the the utmost care and concern for the sanctity of of the corpse. Well, I'm foregoing the care and concern, but (laughs) I truly would proffer said grippers to anybody who wants to rifle through the oily remains of the slickest merchant
5: this town has ever known. Real quick question though. After he died, are those boils still all over him? Because that's what comes to my mind when you say, how closely are we searching him?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh love- yeah. <laughs> Those boils persist for about four minutes, and then they fade uh, away. See,
4: I was thinking more when you said when he fell, it spilled all over him. That was kind of why I wanted oh, yeah. to like to chill on the the rifling, because yeah. you you explicitly said when he started to drink, then he fell, and now he's oilier than usual, which I did not think was possible. Covered in <laughs> his stuff. Yeah. Um, I'd
5: like to exercise some due caution there. How do you, how do you guys feel? I was also worried about, like, flipping him over and one of those things pops and kills us
3: all. We can use those tongs.
4: I mean, we could let Plant Friend break down all of the non-metal material and then just come back to it later. (laughs) That is not food.
5: (laughs) Feeding him to Plant Friend? Plant Friend deserves better than that.
3: (laughs) So have we decided on a careful rifling? Like a a tong-full rifling?
5: Can we just, like, hold him by the ankles and shake him?
2: (laughs) Well, as you um, go through his things, you find a uh, roll of uh, sort of ribbon tightly wound around a spindle. And I won't make you do an engineering check on this one because it's too easy. Uh, This is ion tape. A roll of ion tape fits about in the palm of a human hand, and comes in a wide variety of colors. A single roll contains 50 feet of tape. A single strip of tape is easy to cut through or tear. When wrapped around an object, it has a weak adhesive that will keep it in place. When ion tape is exposed to an electrical charge, however, of any power, the tape bonds together into a single mass of plastic-like material, gaining hardness and hit points. It can be used to bind a creature. Um, strips of activated ion tape can be harder to break through than a rope and a second jolt from an electrical source can cause the tape to revert to its original form at which point it can be torn free easily Um, a strip of ion tape can hold about five pounds of weight normally but when activated a single strip can hold up to 300 pounds of weight
1: maybe we could seal the robot room with that
2: the problem is, do we have anything other
5: than my spell slots that I'm now out of that can put an electrical charge through it?
4: Oh, you know what? Jolt is a, like one of those obscure cantrips, yeah. There's like a couple, if I remember, that like people don't actually have because they're like rare or maybe I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, those are like the weird closely guarded cantrips that you can only get certain ways. Also amongst his items is another easy-to-identify one that I won't make you roll for, a Zipstick. A small pen-like device used to administer a small jolt of electricity. This jolt is enough to cause one point of non-lethal damage with a successful touch attack. The Zipstick is used most often to activate and deactivate items that function on ion-bonding technology, such as ion tape. I guess that makes
5: sense. He wouldn't bring the tape if he didn't have a way to
2: use it. Let's see. And then he's got some drugs. If you want to roll on drugs. Yeah, buddy. What am I rolling for? Uh, (laughs) Knowledge party? Knowledge vibes? Knowledge plur? Craft alchemy? Uh, We could do craft alchemy or knowledge engineering.
3: Would you take a swim check? Knowledge
4: engineering it is. Excellent time to waste the 19 on a 28. I can't roll higher.
2: (laughs) Well, you have found a um, torpenol ejector. Torpenol is a serum that makes the injected subject more cooperative during interrogation. It has a one-minute onset time. The effects of a single dose of torpenol can be resisted. Additional doses can be used and often are when the subject succeeds at a save against torpenol. Each dose administered within a one-minute period forces a new saving throw to resist the effects, uh, increasing the DC each time. A victim that succumbs to torpenol becomes highly suggestible to revealing the truthful information for 10 minutes. Whenever the victim is posed a question during this time, they must make an additional saving throw to resist replying to the question in a truthful manner. The victim isn't compelled to follow suggestions other than to answer questions truthfully Victims under the effects of torpenol take a penalty to bluff checks because it's difficult to lie under the effects. It is a poison and mind affecting effect. And that is not the only drug he has. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's roll that big old roll over into the other drugs. Also, really glad Sandal
4: came down here with a like, incapacitate me and ask me questions. All
5: oh, his goal.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> interesting choice. It's
4: very kind of him if he would just stay alive.
3: That jerk. I also
5: like that he apparently came with every single piece of material wealth he owns in the world on him.
3: I was going to say, he brought his whole bank account.
4: <laughs> Sandville definitely does not have a bank account. He's someone who keeps something in an Arby's bag under his passenger seat in his Buick Saber.
3: And then tucks the Arby's bag into his cuff when he's going on missions. Oh, yeah. An Arby's bag full of platinum.
4: He's the reason why convenience stores have we will accept no bills that come from <laughs> underwear, socks, or bras.
2: <laughs> he has a small injector pistol with a um, bright yellow serum inside. This is a glass receptacle containing vitality serum when injected into a creature as a standard action. This substance grants immunity to low radiation for one hour. A plus 5 alchemical bonus on all saving throws against other radiation effects for that duration. In addition, it can heal strength damage caused by radiation poisoning. But it cannot cure Constitution Drain. The other is a Viscous Blue Serum in a similar injector. Uh, This is Universal Serum, which has three small panels on the injector which light up one at a time when touched, selecting a color red, blue, or green, which can be done as a swift action. The injector contains only one dose of serum. Injecting the serum is a standard action that heals 1d8 points of damage and has an additional effect depending on the current color selected. Red grants a plus-4 enhancement bonus to Constitution, Blue grants a plus-4 enhancement bonus to Strength, and Green grants a plus-4 enhancement bonus to Dexterity. This enhancement lasts three minutes, after which the recipient of the serum becomes fatigued for one hour. If a recipient receives more than one dose of Universal Serum in a 24-hour period, the healing effect still occurs, but no enhancement bonus is granted. Instead, the recipient immediately becomes fatigued.
4: Are we just going to come out from under the hill and, like, Connor's going to be like, you all have cancer. There's just radiation literally everywhere. We can't do anything about it. That's the end of book one. Roll up a new party. (laughs) You're going to scrap wall. (laughs) The rest of you get chemo.
3: I was going to say, we've been irradiated this whole time.
5: (laughs) Yeah, it is going to be a whole swarm of Chernobyls that just gets us. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're basically filming the freaking Conqueror over here. Like, this is not great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oddly enough, I did, in fact. But I
4: also have a Time Worn radiation detector. (laughs) And
1: is that one of the spells that you actually learned the detect radiation?
4: Oh, yeah. No, yeah, let's get the little clicky-clicky Geiger counter going if we open any of these doors up. Do we want to just, like, flip that bad boy on before we, like, w- stroll into the <laughs> the reactor room? Because, um, yeah, you know, honestly, I've just kind of been metagaming until Sam... I've just been waiting <laughs> for Sam to just be like, you know, it feels like one of your major organ <laughs> systems is shutting down just a little bit. Cool, cool. <laughs> Maybe
5: that's why we're getting our almost cursed uh maybe that's why we're getting our butts kicked in every fight is <laughs> we're just slowly succumbing to radiation poisoning
1: the reason we didn't notice the strength damage is asher and Brixby are already so weak
3: know, that's gonna be a bummer
4: oh huh, you're, you're like taking damage that's weird <laughs> masterful immersion sam
2: i'm gonna roll
5: <laughs> on that armor 25 for the armor
2: you're looking at a plus one chain Ooh. shirt. Can anybody wear a medium? That's like. Oh, is chain
5: shirt light? Does yep. anybody else want a plus one chain shirt? Please. I
3: just got an armor thing, so I'm good. Was it
5: this good though? What was it?
3: I don't really know how that stuff works.
5: Plus
2: five fortification. It might have been
5: like what I have, which is the plus one studded that we've been finding on people.
2: The chain shirt's gonna be better. Um Kira has chain mail, I believe, which is oh. a medium armor.
5: Oh yeah, because she can wear medium, right.
3: Oh yeah, yeah I have chain mail.
4: Alright, Kira. And Jeff swapped his armor with a dead body. Kindly putting <laughs> his old armor onto it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was masterwork, I thought. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? You're right. I thought that was plus one, my bad. But yeah, no, I'm Rix's hands no no armor for this guy. Clearly, I like getting hit. <laughs> Mage Armor was something I failed to learn. I would rather just eventually pick that up or when we can afford to to get me a wand or something, grab one of those. But in the meantime, I think getting our already semi-durable dude, very durable, is very important to me. I would love for Asher to be wearing this.
3: Fair. He is gonna save us.
1: You drive a hard bargain (laughs) with this like masterwork buckler and
4: magical chainmail. Yeah, buddy. Wait till that second
2: gun shows up, too. (laughs) He's already got a second gun. It shoots harpoons. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's true.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Man, I am going to have to take that three-level juggler dip (laughs) and try class. We
5: needed a bard anyway, so there it is. Your masterwork was a shirt, right? Not a chainmail? Ray is a shirt. You wouldn't mind switching that to Vargas if you take the plus one, would
1: you? Oh, I mean, if Vargas wants the plus one, dude, like, my oh, AC no, no, right now.
5: No. Asher is the one that needs to be alive.
4: <laughs> yeah, and Jeff's Jeff's other armor is actually going on Sandville, and I'm sorry. He already said canonically that that is part of a ritual of his people. Yeah. Is to swap the clothes with the dead body. So can you not just... Maybe a little bit more considerate, um, maybe relativistic of other people's cultures and their contributions there, Vargas.
3: Yeah, try to be respectful, Drew.
5: <laughs> I just had to listen today to the Eto'o uh, fight <laughs> take yeah, two. So uh, I want Asher to be alive when he needs to be alive because he's the one that saves the rest oh, yeah. of us. <laughs> um,
4: so after we've kind of done the, the de-oiling and, and putting it on... Yet another dead body is close, go on our gunslinger. Brix will turn back to the party and go. So Asher had a um, very intelligent
6: and insightful point by saying that we go up and pull out the conduit. At worst, they would have to go out the gym door all the way around and back up to us. That's if they could even find us. So um, is there anything else we wanted to do down here? I know people mentioned the pile of technological goodies, but I worry that the gargoyle will be closer to that than we would like. I mean,
1: we could certainly observe the pile without having to walk right up to it, perhaps, and I mean, if there's more healing in there of any kind, even if it's more of these space dragon robots, we have two charges left on this wand. I have expended all of my divine healing that I have for the day. If our intention is to take on this Medea and her family reunion tomorrow, I want us to be as fully healed as possible.
4: I mean, I'm happy to sneak up and look at a pile of junk. I just want to make sure that it is not one of those, like, Bricksby goes around the corner and never comes back moments. I'm good at that.
5: I still have one cure light wounds if someone... Wants to take it before we rest. Going to get punched in the face by a uh, juju zombie again. It. Ready to action, head to round three. <laughs> it's
4: like a sideshow, Bob, with the rake, except just
1: <laughs> the gargoyle is
4: definitely just
1: head to Ath and some like dope stone armor.
5: <laughs> yeah, what's Cura uh, at health wise, just in case? Five. Five. Do you want my last cure light?
3: I have one. Two. I have two, I think. Two, yes. So we'll take that if we think. The thinking there is because we're going to be attacked before we rest again, or because you can't heal up overnight.
5: We're worried. It's kind of (laughs) both. The overnight
1: healing is so minimal.
5: Yeah, because we're only going to get three points of healing overnight. (laughs)
1: I mean, we found th- those three potions of Cure Mod. Yeah,
5: one of those was used because I took one, but I gave it to Bricks when he got downed. So we still have two more of those. I think Kira had one, and who took the other one? Bricks or Asher? I might have
4: taken it, but I don't know if I've taken it.
3: Cool, okay. Then yeah, I'll take one. You keep yours. I have two.
4: Yeah, I don't think mine ever got used so I think it's because I was just down so yeah we have two of those cure mods still floating and we have I have to double check on the second round of healing but I mean we have well over half the charges on the scary space drugs too
3: Ooh, boy so nice. okay, good to know
4: yeah I mean I'm down to go to go peek at a pile but yeah no I think you're right like healing tonight or healing tomorrow for using consumables doesn't really matter one way or another. Except we might be more prepared if we get attacked in the evening.
5: I'm just more worried we're gonna peek into that room and the gargoyle is gonna be on the other side of the door. <laughs> well,
1: it's outside the door, right? Like, we don't have to open the door. If I understood PBR,
4: patchy blue rat folk. <laughs> TM. Alright, Sam, let's just, let's take a of- a little peek. Can I see anything from uh, down that hallway that we had discussed towards this pile of technological wonders and healing and white carts?
2: <laughs> You're talking about going down through the room with all the empty boxes and then sort of hanging a right into that narrow hallway?
4: Uh-huh. That then loops kind of southwest.
2: Yeah, that hallway appears to just lead back the way you came. It it seems to loop back around to that main lobby.
4: All right, I see. So, uh... Yeah. Brix is going to go back and say,
6: Um, if that pile is outside of a door, it's not any door we've seen. Coming out of that door to the lobby, if he's capable of doing so. To demonstrate. Then say, I, uh... I believe the spoils are
5: somewhere inside. I think it could be too dangerous to continue trying to find them. I think it's better for us to do what Asher said, go back up the thing, disable it again, rest upstairs where they can't easily get to us, and we can find the treasure after we've dealt with this purple-haired woman.
1: Sounds like a wise plan. I mean, to be honest, as I'd said previously, or perhaps I merely thought it to myself, one of the things I was hoping to find was perhaps something to help Connor and whatever his motivations may have been. if we are to believe Sandville, uh, the late Sandville, Connor's mind has been restored. So I'm content to search for this pile of potentially incredibly useful technological items tomorrow.
3: We don't think Sandville used that truth stuff, though, right? Like, he's he's fixed-fixed and not drugged-fixed.
4: I think it's highly likely that Sandville gave him one or many crazy substances. Kite wouldn't let him near him, so he wouldn't have time for protracted conversation. I think he just went straight for it. Because, <laughs> like, who knows if that stuff was for us, right? Like... Or if
5: that's just like Mm. Sandville's everyday carry vibe, right? (laughs) (laughs) He carries it around. I could totally see him healing him because remember like Connor had memory trouble and stuff because of that even after getting hit with it. Like I could see him healing him and then also giving him the truth serum to make him tell him just because I can't imagine even after being healed, Connor willingly telling him as much as he apparently told him.
1: And it's got a one-minute onset. I mean, he could have given him the truth yeah. serum first, Yeah. waited a bit when he was too, like, out of it to really know what was going on. Healed his brain, and then he was like, hey, yeah, of course I'll tell you, my buddy.
5: So now that's also got me wondering <laughs> with what he said about Connor being untrustworthy if, like, under the truth serum, he told him something. Because is Connor a or is it just his weird daughter that's a Kellid?
4: Connor Skellid. But yeah, I think that, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to cut this short because this is cool, but this is also like speculation until we get out from under the, the hill. I think that like we're beat we're bloody and we're a little emotionally raw for killing somebody that we've at least talked to like three or four times. I imagine. Maybe let's go to bed.
3: Yeah. I like that plan.
4: Yeah. Good night. just. Is he not a Kellett? Am I crazy? My bad. I thought he was a Kellett for some reason. Well, that's
5: what I'm wondering, because the daughter, I remember Sam said was adopted. That's why I'm wondering if like he kidnapped the kid from like a Kellett tribe or something. That's dark. Like maybe he did something horrible in his past and it came out when Sandville. uh, Yikes. Truths around him.
2: As far as heading off somewhere to rest, is Sandville's body staying here? Is he getting some dead friend blanket treatment?
3: We are not using the dead friend blanket when he's covered in pustules.
2: (laughs) He's also not our
5: friend.
3: Yeah.
4: We're not planning on leaving tonight. And I think that we had already left the body of Gerald Sonder, who, you know, Bricks had recognized and... uh, he had planned on extricating. I think that at this point, like it doesn't matter if he's down there or up there. If anything, I was thinking when I was walking towards the elevator that maybe we could pass off that he died in battle with all of those rat folk. And (laughs) hmm. (laughs) maybe she doesn't know we're here. Yep.
2: (laughs) He died heroically.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I let's see. I do think Kira would offer bricks. I know he was your friend. And even though he did try to murder all of us, we can, we can take him out if you want.
6: I, um, don't want to sound dark, everybody, but who knows how many other bodies we're going to have to pull out from under here. Let's worry about Sandville when, um, that's our main concern. Propriety for the dead. So right now, we got to fight like hell for the living.
1: Would it be at all worthwhile to, in the, I, mean, I understand this is macabre, but to drag these bodies into one of those rooms with the beds, perhaps, close the door, just to not make it literally immediately apparent when someone walks by that. I mean, yes, I'm not saying we spend an hour and a half and mop up the blood, but well, perhaps it's a waste of our time.
3: <laughs> Can we toss that blanket from uh, Sandville's bag just over the mess
2: mop up the blood
3: (laughs) you
5: remember the blood trail upstairs (laughs) and how there wasn't a single drop in plant friend's room we can drag all the bodies into one of the dormitory areas bring plant friend down here and he can clear up the blood
1: I see nothing wrong with this plan and it could not possibly end poorly. Let's go. Montage. I <laughs> desperately want this to happen now. This was the best idea I know. ever. Well,
4: Brixby would say no. I, the player, want
1: to watch this happen.
5: <laughs> the only thing I worry about is since we already got in a fight with it once, I don't know if we can actually, like, convince it to uh, let us pick it up and bring it
4: downstairs. (laughs) I'm going to make the, like, kitty noise at it. Just like. Come here.
1: (laughs) Could we also use Plant Friend to kill the blood oozes and then we could see what's in that room? Why are we leveraging this druid?
3: Oh, yeah, that's not a bad idea.
5: Now that you mention the blood oozes, I wonder if that was, like, something we actually could have done if we didn't get in a fight with it. Because it was vaguely friendly to us until we didn't let it suck our blood. Like, I wonder if we had gone in that other room first and seen the blood oozes, if we could have, like, said to it, like, oh, we'll take you to Red Food.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Canonically, Akira's terrified of that thing. However... Izzy isn't just just put that in a cage of some sort
1: I mean take some ownership he was friendly until you lied to it and then you hurt its feelings and betrayed it I
5: didn't lie to it I told it my arm wasn't food and it wasn't
1: (laughs) no but then you said like we'll be back and we'll bring you some food why
2: would you lie initiative (laughs)
3: did say that
2: I didn't know it was psychic and it's pretty much the same way things went south with Sandville. I mean, <laughs> negotiation is not exactly this party's strong suit because we have a
4: we have a solid well, we got a two for four of things that have lived: the Rat Folk <laughs> and Plant Friend versus the Orc and Sandville. No,
1: I, I think I think Vargas should try and parlay with Meanda and just say, "Here, bite my arm. Come on, come on." It's okay. It's okay.
3: Take a bite. See, nothing happened.
1: We cool.
5: I really wish we hadn't gotten a fight with that freaking plant because that would be so funny if we could bring it down here and help it clean up the crime scene.
1: It didn't want to leave the room, though. I don't know if there's a reason. Yeah, that was that's the. Maybe it's just skirt. It
4: loves the vibrating
5: table. I thought. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even making a joke. I think it like really loved that mm-hmm. thing. I wonder if it would die if we took it out of there because wasn't it like rooted in a. Or no, we found the thing that it came out of, but it wasn't still in it. That's right.
4: No, it already broke out of its thing. Mm. Yeah, it broke out of a soil sample thing. Yeah, it was
1: just, this is love the sharper image. Yeah, to (laughs) massage table. (laughs) Um, So do
2: we head upstairs? Let's do it. All right. Star wipe back to the science deck after a... Nice elevator ride. The girl from Ipanema plays again because that's the only song that ever plays in elevators.
1: Do we need a roll of engineering or craft mechanical or something to remove that coupling? Or just the reflex save to not get zapped?
2: Just a reflex save. Alrighty, here it comes.
4: Oh yeah, do you want to go for it? Go for it. You got great saves.
1: I was going to offer, but go for it as the tallest person in the party <laughs> by a solid inch. I think it'd be easiest for me to remove this
2: coupling here.
1: and. Uh, Everyone
2: knows right. electricity, hates tall things. This
1: is a natural 19 for a 28.
2: All right. Canonically faster than electricity, yes. Asher is once again impervious. He can snatch the coupling out of the elevator deactivating it, and I would be remiss also if I did not award Jeff with the Sky Medal for the sneaky idea of securing the floor by breaking the elevator that you guys fixed in the first Thank place. You. Thank uh,
1: you. Thank you. That's
2: real smart. Wait, where'd Brooksby go? He went to bed.
4: He's <laughs> checking out the blood oozes. No, he, w- he went to the only room that has four beds. He's <laughs> gone. Oh no! Where we found Connor to the south. Someone should take that master brick backpack, though,
1: as well. That helps the carrying capacity. I don't know if Bricks wants it. I already grabbed the completely not-belonging-to-Connor-Bane one previously.
4: Ooh, yeah. Let's do it. Thank you. Unless you wanted that, Juro, Because I'm totally down to give it to you. I do not... I mean, I'm, I don't carry a lot intentionally.
5: Yeah, neither do I. That's what I was just checking. I don't carry much of anything.
4: I am literally, like, point... Two pounds under my light load. <laughs> like, so, this
5: will help a bit. Yeah, no, you can take it. I have like nothing. I'm nowhere near my load.
1: The uh, auto grapnel, did that have a battery in it? Yeah. Okay. As I was gonna say, Asher would, would definitely kind of take a peek at it before bed, and if it didn't have one, pop one in it and sling it over. Did it, did it come with like a dope strap. He could sling over his shoulder. A quick release.
2: <laughs> I don't believe it comes with a dope strap. You can find one. Is he going to fire it? Is he going to do a test fire? Uh, no. You sure? Yep. You sure you don't want it? Positive.
3: Less sure by the moment.
1: Pretty sure. Yeah. No, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> you could do a you could just do one. No one would know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey guys, don't look over here. There's a great promotion at the Silver Disc. No, I had to try that it's
5: one. not like we're being recorded or anything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right. And is everybody anything else you want to accomplish this evening or afternoon as it may yeah. be?
4: Do we all want to do.
1: Nanite healing? Are we topping ourselves off since we're only going to get a few hit points?
2: Yeah,
4: alright. We're all going to do a yeah, little space true. drugs.
3: If we are confused all night, that's better than in the morning.
4: Well, I'm down seven, so I definitely am. So here comes roll number one. Alright, that's a 68. <laughs> that's really funny. And that's an 86.
3: Sure, you don't want to get in on this bonding? Nope. Yeah, no.
4: I'm
1: only down four, so healing three overnight will be, I'll just be down one.
2: Um, The 86 is going to be a more potent. Reroll any result of one.
4: Alrighty, done that before. Hey, I get to reroll this one. That's great. I rolled a four this time, so I I get five back. Yeehaw. All right. Anybody else? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm down 14, so. Ooh, ah. I'll take whatever you got.
4: Do you want to roll your own?
3: Uh, what are you rolling? Two? No, cause uh, you have to roll it, right? Otherwise, Sam, can can someone can you else just secretly
4: just can we say that I do it, but they get the chance of rolling their own space trucks? Sure. Thank Why you.
1: Why we're gonna infuriate listeners? We just lost twelve <laughs> listeners. Bold of you to presume
2: we have twelve listeners.
1: Is it though? No. I, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, if we have fewer than 12 listeners, thank you <laughs> for downloading so many times.
3: <laughs> so, a 26 and a 54.
2: Uh, roll me. Oh no. 1d4 and a fortitude save. Oh no.
3: Okay. Uh, well, and then I'll let Zach go back to rolling. That is a, a I so dark in here. A three on my d4 and a fort save. Oh, thank god. Okay. Uh, 17 plus 7, 24.
2: Okay, so that's going to be one constitution damage and you get your 1d8 plus one healing.
3: Mm, that's a four again. Uh, four total. So that's four HP and one con damage. And... I'll do this like 86 more times. Can we we can cut this out, right? Because I'm still way down.
4: Uh yeah, no. Maybe you can rack up as much con damage as the old Brickster. Got <laughs> three.
3: Yeah, I guess so. Um where do I put that? Is there a con damage spot?
5: So it's under adjustments.
3: hmm Yeah,
5: and make sure you do damage, not drain.
3: Oh, got it. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, talk amongst yourselves. I guess I'll keep rolling while I wait.
5: Speaking of ticking off our twelve listeners, uh Vargas is going to take his other potion instead of uh, <laughs> instead of getting injected because he is uh, does not like technology, despite being down nineteen health.
2: You heard it here, Vargas is not saving the dumpies. <sighs> no. It's
5: another six. Wow. So in the morning he will be at eighteen, which is good enough. All
3: right, Sam.
2: That's a twenty-five and a fifty-seven. Um, that's gonna be another uh, Constitution damage D four and another Fort save.
3: Zach, you sure you don't want to roll? Cause, cause you're totally fine too. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun.
4: <laughs> no, nah, this is a this is a <laughs> educational segment on the dangers of drugs. Don't do ones you find underground. No don't do them at all.
3: Alright, that's a one on my d4. And another seventeen. Uh twenty-eight four for con. No.
2: Nope. Alright, so that's that's still no con great. damage. Okay, no
3: con damage. I'm still down one. And do I get to roll a D8?
2: Yeah, D8 Four. plus one.
3: Five, six this time. All right, so I'm gonna do this one more time and I will be more fun next time, I promise. <laughs> oh, actually, wait, maybe I'm okay. Uh, yeah, I'll be fine. Great, okay, that's good. So just my one con and we're good to go. Yay. No, it's fine.
4: Which you'll recover this evening. So you don't even have to worry about really taking it on there unless we get attacked in the middle of the
2: night. So Vargas is taking some damage to bed, though? Like 13 Uh, damage? He
5: is going to sleep at 15 out of 28.
2: (laughs) Ouch. Well, as the four of you go to bed in the late afternoon on the science deck of this underground spaceship safe in the knowledge that the elevator that could bring your enemies to you is missing its power coupling. You all level up. So we are officially at level four.
5: Yay! Nice. Yeah!
2: (laughs) Who wants to roll first for HP? Don't all volunteer at once.
3: Someone else has to do it because they always forget which one.
2: Okay, I'll go uh, D10. D10, alright. I rolled a 2 for you. Oh, so did I. So, you get a 3. Hey! Glad I got that extra AC bump. And uh, what class is Asher taking for level 4? Try class? Tempting,
1: so I could juggle all these firearms. But no, Asher, and, and it... I had some some thoughts, long and hard, about it. And it's actually going to be Paladin 3. (sighs) Are we talking about why right now, or just curious? Yeah, go for it. I think he's done almost as much healing as he's done (laughs) shooting. (laughs) So there's some motivation there. But going into what feels like the end of this book, keeping his party alive is taking know a lot of the the focus a paladin at third level gets mercies and so the first mercy when he does a lay on hands he can also remove a chosen condition and he chose fatigued knowing his blood raging companion sometimes it really takes a lot out of her that could be a, a game changer potentially so that and also he doesn't get aura of courage with his archetype instead he gets shared precision and if asher's within 10 feet of a given companion and makes it a, a successful ranged attack that companion will get the benefits of precise shot even if they don't have it so wow. that could be pretty handy with his spell slinging friends asher's so
2: <laughs> cool this is a very party friendly level for Asher. It's a lot of sort of support stuff coming.
1: <laughs> it may mean the difference between life and death. I hope not. Don't put it up to me. My last heal was for one. Uh, <laughs> Kira. But
3: no one died.
1: I know. Except Santo. Well,
3: yeah, but he tried uh, to murder us.
1: That's fair.
5: No one <laughs> important died.
3: Oof. Yeah, I was going to say. How? <laughs> what everyone reads.
1: Fan favorite. We're gonna have to have a whole machine learning eulogy or something. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's Asher for level four. Alright, who's next?
3: I can roll. I feel like I am wholly unprepared to discuss this, even though you mentioned that like two hours ago, that this was a possibility. So that's on me, but I will roll a D ten.
2: Alright. I got a seven for you.
3: I got a four.
2: Yeah, so seven I it think is. That's seven. And now you've multi-classed into Paladin I as well. I
3: have. How did you know? A Paladin Blood Rager, which means that I have two classes now:
4: lay on hurt.
3: <laughs> lay <Laying> on hurt. on <laughs> Gosh, yeah, I like I said, wholly unprepared to discuss this, so I'm gonna have to edit something back in later. But level four is a biggie for Blood Ranger. I'm so excited and not nearly educated enough to talk about this. Um that said, I'm excited for Kira to wake up in the morning with new abilities. This will be great. So, so fun. I'm gonna have to think on this a lot. Uh and let somebody else roll, because I need to finish filling out this character sheet. Go team. <laughs> <laughs> I think officially I'm calling that. Kira doesn't know any of this is about to happen yet, so we will all be learning about this as she does.
2: <laughs> all right, Vargas or Brixby? Who wants to go next?
5: I guess I can go.
2: Is it a D8? D8,
5: yeah. Ooh, hopefully you got higher than a 2. 4 on my side. Okay, that's much better <laughs> than a 2. And Vargas at level four gets his ability score bonus, which I put another point into intelligence. So he now has a 17 intelligence, which I think means that this random one-armed barbarian is roughly at the level of like Stephen Hawking if we translated this to real (laughs) life, which is kind of funny. And he also gets a magus ability known as Spell Recall. At 4th level, the magus learns to use his arcane pool to recall spells he has already cast. With a swift action, he can recall any single magus spell that he has already prepared and cast that day by expending a number of points from his arcane pool equal to the spell's level minimum of 1. spell is prepared again, just as it have not been cast. So basically, as long as I have points left in my arcane pool, I can use them to recast a spell that i've already cast for the day so that's pretty good so i can basically get i have five arcane pull points right now if i don't use any of them to enhance my arm i could basically cast seven shocking grasps oh and i also get a level two spell which i completely forgot about i'll uh, reveal that when it comes up in combat because
2: it's a fun one if there's even any more combat in this book, yeah, we already killed
4: possibly the Iron God Sandville himself. <laughs> All right, that brings us to Brixby. All right, D six for the old Brixster. I rolled a six. I rolled, a six. I rolled a six. I rolled a six. I haven't rolled a
2: six on any of these things. Yet. Very nice. I got a three, so you've got the second most HP of anyone this level.
4: Ooh, look at (laughs) that.
2: And what did you take for this level? Another wizard? Another wizard. So I
4: have access to level two spells. I get two. I bet you no one out there who has ever played a character that is mixed rogue and wizard towards some unmentioned prestige class could guess what two level two spells I'm going to take. But um, (laughs) I'm not going to spoil it. You'll see them. You know, they are well worn oldies for a reason. Very much looking forward to having that. And I was wrong. I actually did learn mage armor. So there's no reason I shouldn't be casting it on myself. I want to tell on myself in case anyone at home thinks I'm good at this game. I I (laughs) want to fix that. I am just here because I can make this adventure path. (laughs) Anyway, that is Brix's level four. I'm also parking that in intelligence, bringing it to a 19 just so I can really hit home. It's not the character I built. It's just the way I'm playing him.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, I can add. I added uh, my one in charisma because I know what's about to happen. But uh, Kira doesn't. I like to think she just becomes more likable overnight. It's the stickers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Charisma twins. Yeah, uh, Asher's charisma is now 17. Uh, So getting there. Thought about intelligence going up to 13 because I know that's like a feat requirement for things, but I just don't <laughs> think they're going to be any feats that I like need. So it's like, no, that's dumb. Uh, don't do it.
4: Yeah, it's mostly like combat expertise and like fainting, right? Yeah, like,
1: and and yeah. Asher doesn't faint, he's he's got a strong constitution. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that one, that was good. So is the uh, sun- Rises or honestly, you don't even know if the sun rose. You don't even know what time of day it is at this point. There's no watches in Galarian that you know of. But as you all wake up in the morning of what you assume is the 13th of Eridus, spending the night under the mountain for the very first time, you're looking out on a day where today might be the day that you relight the torch. But is it the day that we give
5: it all back to you?
1: I mean, after all, you're my Wonder Wall.
2: Sorry.
5: I, I cannot resist making a song pun when it's an option.
4: That would be an excellent <laughs> rename for, what is it, Prismatic Wall? That's like the level eight spell, right? Wonderwall would be a f- fine name for that. Anyway, <laughs> here's <laundry> Wonderwall.
2: Wall. <laughs> I tried not to laugh, but I failed. <laughs> and it just plays the song whenever you touch it but it's only in like a few second increments so you don't violate copyrights that's why it's such a high level spell
4: (laughs) well bricks is feeling much better this morning i'm actually at full health between healing and and resting so
2: with my two con damage that is everybody but vargas is at full health i think Uh,
3: i'm down one
5: yeah, the fun thing is, uh, I healed four, but I also gained four to my total, so technically I basically didn't heal anything.
2: Well, you, you get your <laughs> level up HP, that's just free. But right, you got four plus your con modifier, so you probably got like six or so new HP.
5: So I'm 25 out of 35.
1: Yeah. Then yes, Asher is at a full A robust 29 Out of 29
3: We are going on though, right? Because again, I am wholly unprepared My fault, my fault
2: Well, you won't need to worry about it Until next session Because I'm going to bed Woo! Level 4 <laughs> Good night, Sam Good
1: night, Good night Sam we
4: Sam. level 4, four.
2: Against the Machine is property of its creators, always preserved. Pathfinder and the Iron God's Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. because I totally slapped my microphone wire during that clap, because it was too enthusiastic. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Those are gushes. No, I'm kidding. Sorry,
4: guys. Edit it out. Edit it out. I reject that I even (laughs) said that. Take it back.
3: No... Just ruining foods for all of these people. We have
4: a thing where we talk about snack food on this podcast. You might you might have listened to it once or twice.
3: You ruined them.
2: I don't
5: think I could ever eat Gushers again now.
2: We used to have that thing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Wait, you know what? Yeah, it's because Val is a Kelid that's it and she's adopted that's adopted. that's totally why i think i had that association i just looked at my notes so but i don't know i mean i don't know wait why do i have keled beside both their names i don't know but yeah i mean she's literally wearing keled face paint so and a fur vest she looks like little amiri basically with just blonde hair um yeah so I guess never mind uh, let's cut that out because that would be confusing
5: to people confusing and racist let's go not talk about racist Val was not raised as a Kellen. apparently you're born with face paint and fur coats
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what I meant like that was just kind of weird that they're just like let's really demonstrate that like her heritage which seems to be cultural entirely
2: is just there, genetically, all over her. (laughs) Maybe they give babies tattoos. You don't know.
3: One day. One day I'll bring up my, uh, int from a seven. But you guys are all so smart. Why even bother? God, that's terrible. We should cut that out of the podcast.
4: (laughs) Why use long word when small word New trick or whatever <laughs> not to compare kira and kevin i'm just um,
3: saying it was really worth thinking that just effectively set feminism back 200 years <laughs> that's fine kira knows stuff remember all those local roles kira
2: knows stuff just sort of different stuff yeah
3: <laughs> just different stuff Craft stuff smash stuff
2: bedazzle
1: stuff
3: bedazzle stuff
1: uh scorpion husbandry
3: It was a long list of skills that just don't appear in the game.